Greetings, dear, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of The Working Experience, a very warm, open-arm audio embrace and a squeeze. This episode is brought to you by my company, One Circle Media. One Circle Media is a hybrid digital agency and media content creator. We create and design apps, websites, videos, social media content, and physical products. We are artists, directors, designers, producers, coders, editors, thinkers, makers, and creators who embrace story and creativity from design, web and app development, animation, docs, features, TV shows, digital and social media content to physical products. For our clients, we create content that builds networks and audiences across multiple platforms. Check out our work at OneCircleDigital.com and OneCircleBrand.com. If you work for a network, studio, brand, startup, or corporation, and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain, reach out to me at John at OneCircleMedia.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Working Experience. The Working Experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on the... Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, Yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, we need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? Dan, HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. To stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. (laughs) They're moving in a different and after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was wow. living his Sexual toenails at his desk. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I can't. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Working Experience Podcast. And it's a very special episode. It is, a, it is an ABC after school special type special episode why is that john i don't know how we've made it this far well, how, how far have we made it how far have we made it give our audience a number the the magical number of 500 500 episodes and oh my goodness how we've grown last year we we raked in i'm i think it was about 134 dollars and 98 cents wasn't it well let, let me say something, Matt. We we're in, we, we're in the distinctive universe of <laughs> we have more podcast episodes than listens. Wow, <laughs> this is this, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> this yeah. is rarefied air. This is rarefied air. It's called. No, we're fail- actually you know we we're actually doing pretty good, surprisingly, for feeling around in the dark for a light switch. Well, uh, 500 episodes has taken us, what, roughly five years? Uh, has it, been, has, has years? it been five years? Four or five years. We should have done this in a year and a half, maybe two. Most people would have. But, but um, we took uh, we took diversions <laughs> at one at one point we were going to make pills. Um, we, we had a the working experience workshop. Um, we, we've we've blown through ideas and money yeah. like it's going out of style. Yeah, and we're also just kind of lazy about doing it. Like it should not <laughs> it should not have taken five years to do 
500 episodes quite because it's not like we prepare for them or anything we don't do any research we don't do anything zero like zero so zero. i you know i don't know why most people would be like why is it taking you five years to do 500 episodes and i honestly have no response to that except like well you know because like there's technical just mumbo jumbo of excuses. yeah i my life right now is latching on to the latest conspiracy theory yeah, and then believing that to my core. <laughs> well, I I take a little bit of a different tack. I I lurch from trend to trend desperately, <laughs> trying. But the problem is, I'm always with about, the kids. Yeah, I'm always about six months behind it, so it doesn't make any sense when I'm doing it, and it's like you're a nearly fifty year old man, like, and I'm doing TikTok videos for the podcast. Like, that's really kind of sad. You know what I mean? That's really. Like, we've had some pretty prestigious guests, and I would shudder for them to see the videos that I put out for the podcast. It just doesn't match, you know? But that's how we, I don't know. Hey, uh, you're, you're, you're painting life with a wide brush, Matt. <laughs> yeah. nothing, there we go. There's, another, that. there's a brilliant saying right there. I mean, they've come <laughs> up with so many of them. Harden the paint. Painting life with a broad brush. There we go. That's a podcast. There we go. Right there. I'm pay- I'm going to use that when when my supervisors, as they inevitably do, call me onto the carpet for not doing the specific tasks I'm supposed to do at work. Guys, I'm painting with a broad brush. Yeah, you know? painting with a broad brush. I'm painting 100%. with a hundred percent. That Listen. that's a mic drop. It's a yeah. mic drop. How do you and respond then- to that? I, I'm mixing different colors on the palette of life. And then it's sitting there like, well, but you didn't turn your grades in on time. And I'm like, guys, you're not, you're not seeing the big picture. You're just not seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're just, you're just, you're just not with me. They're blighted. Me. Their blighted little worldview doesn't match my experience. You're, you're like looking through life through a peephole. Yeah. No, you can't do that. Well, we have had some really good guests. We had Donna Edwards, uh, who I believe is running for the Senate now. And she was, she was, uh, I should say, I'm sorry. Sweet Con- Jesus. She's going to lose that race once the, uh, uh, they unearth the working experience episode that she was on. I know. I know. Uh, she was great. She was Congresswoman Donna Edwards at the time. Philip Mudd, former CIA uh, deputy chief of the counterterrorism center. He was excellent. We had the people from uh, oh, Last Chance U. We had the John Beam. Uh, we had the basketball coach. We had Brittany Wagner. She was great. She was also from She Last was good, Chance yeah. U. Yep. Um, we've had a lot of different... We've had songwriters. We've had uh, a practicing witch. We've had... Um, a lot of authors, college professors. Had a lot of... A lot of people have been very generous with their time to come on and listen to my not very well-worded questions, and I obviously don't really know a lot of what they're talking about, but they're very nice about it. They're very patient. Yeah, like the, I, um, the, I, the cue cards that yeah. you, you wrote, you get mixed up, and then you'll you'll fumble in a frantic manner to, to ask the question, and then your attention span starts to wean off about five seconds into their answer. Yeah. And then no, you I, right. you may ask the same question again, again five yeah. minutes later because you actually nodded off during their response. 
I asked Philip Mudd um, four times what CIA stood for because I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought it was like Center International Association or something. I don't know. I you know just I don't know. I don't I don't know. What am I a what am I a spy? I don't know what the CIA yeah, stood no. for. Come on. But but I I will say that it's been a journey. Right. Remember when I, I used to mail you the 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 little SD cards? I used to put them yes. in, the, in an envelope in the mail. In the mail because you would talk. And about this was weed. not this was not before the internet, folks. This was no, no. This is like four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you would talk about we transfer. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I I forget it. I'm not. You know, U.S. Postal Service. The, the like... podcast started with the help of the U.S. Postal Service. Yes, in two thousand. This was not nineteen twenty-five. This was uh, <laughs> two thousand. I don't know, seventeen, eighteen-ish, something like that. Yeah, because I don't like learning new things, and I don't like technology. And who who does like learning new things? Nobody really. I mean, come on. It's you know, the, people like learning new things if they can like post videos of themselves uh making weird fit you know i was in uh madrid spain at the beginning of the summer and, and we were waiting for this like uh you know those tour buses they have like in every city now it's like hop on hop off you just pay right yeah it just takes you around so we were waiting at one of the spots and this she was i don't know probably 16 i don't know what country she was from i don't know if she was spanish or whatever i don't think she was american but she sat at the bus stop for 10 minutes looking at her phone and she kept making different faces, like sticking her tongue out and things like that and posting them. And that's what she was doing for 10 minutes. And apparently that's what people do. Quality time. Yeah. Quality like sticking time. her tongue out or she'd put the two fingers up and, yeah, and she just kept doing it. And I think, I don't know where, I mean... I guess it's for friends or something. I don't. I don't really know. I. I mean. I think we're just in a different generation or age demographic. Is I don't. I don't post to social media. I. I the the idea of taking a selfie of me <laughs> is is so ridiculous. And just like, posting I'll, it for no reason. Yeah. I'll be yeah, by myself. Just right. me. Right. Like, I'll take a picture with people. I got, you know, like, yeah. you, guys, you guys want to take a picture? Yeah, let's take a picture. Yeah. But me? Right. Like, take, like, hey, where are you? Take a selfie. No. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm in the present moment. I'm not taking a snapshot of myself doing whatever. I don't care if I'm doing the most important thing in the world. There's no way I'm taking a snapshot of that. It's just not happening. No, because it doesn't occur to me that other people are particularly interested. In, I mean, I might think it's important, and 99% of the world does not. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, Well, you, you recently dropped your uh, – not dropped him off, but you went up to the orientation for college. What, uh, what, what was the new crop of college freshmen like, incoming college freshmen? Were they... uh, I, I have I – have, I have, um... I'm worried about the future, Matt. Were they the same grab-assing morons that we were running around? Of course, um, of good, course. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nothing's nothing's really changed. 
Um, yeah. There was like, you know, jokes about the tuition bill from the administration, which I, I didn't think was funny at all. <laughs> I, was, I mean, m- multiple jokes, multiple yeah. jokes. Um, yeah. And the, uh, the, the freshman class, they seem like they, they got everything together, you know, good, good. boys looking at girls, yeah. girls looking at boys, boys not paying attention, walking into walls, making yeah. stupid jokes. You yeah. Know? yeah. Now, do their rooms all have like, they're all Wi-Fi and technology? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're all tech ready. They're all, they're on iPads and, and MacBooks and whatever. They're all, they're all set. When we went to college, we were basically in a cinder block cell with two beds, and that's what you had. Yeah, and that's what they have. Oh. I, I mean, it's it's very very. It's, there's no frills oh. except now college costs ten times as much. It's yeah. just they are they're liter- If you went to the Boston College dorms, um, you you would recognize it from the Fordham dorms. It's very, very similar. Like the architecture no... there looks just like and you know, like Notre Dame yes. looks the same too. It's yeah, strange. it's very, very it's very, very similar. It's very yeah. similar. Yeah. Like you you could feel like at moments that you would think you were on Fordham Fordham's yeah. campus. Yeah. I, I mean they're both be- they're both beautiful campuses. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, as a sort of update, I've been um, interested. They finally caught the uh, the Gilgo Beach killer guy, and it doesn't live too far from where you grew up, strangely enough, right? My boy. It's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Massapequa <laughs> Park. <laughs> Massapequa well, the... is famous for the Baldwins, Tony Danza, now the Gilgo Beach killer. No, yeah, Tony Danza was my no Tony Danza was my boy, my oh, hometown. Don't don't. Oh, hey, I'm don't, sorry. You're getting your facts all messed, mixed <laughs> I'm up. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. Tony Danza is, was my boy. Is there a statue Lada of him? Fugo, in... Yes, Lada <laughs> Fuco was uh, was Massapequa. But we have uh, I have a good friend who lives five doors down from the uh, Gilgo uh, serial killer. Wow, was taking pictures through her uh, living room window of all the cop cars and everything in front and never really like, like the house was always like disheveled and stuff. And it was always like an eyesore in the neighborhood. Um, but she never had any real interactions with the dude, obviously, other than that he was like one of those guys who was like super weird, mm-hmm. right? There was just like a super weird dude in the neighborhood and everyone kind of steered clear of his house. That's what people have been saying, yeah. But he was a very successful guy. He was very like, uh, I mean, he was like an architect, like an architectural consultant in New York, which is no joke. I mean, trying to build anything in New York City is uh, difficult. Yeah, you got to get, you got to give this guy a break. He's got one little blemish. Well, little... he's also not been proven guilty either. I mean, uh, people have oh, been he's, he's, accused. He's of guilty. Things. He's guilty. <laughs> they found his wife's hair. They like yeah, they like traced the DNA, and then they have he had a piece of pizza, and they have his DNA. You're right. From a legal hey, perspective, he's his, not guilty. His lawyer said it's all circumstantial. It's all it's circumstantial. circumstantial. He's he's definitely you know you're definitely innocent until proven guilty. But 
he's fucking guilty. I mean, <laughs> but, not really. not, but not really. But not really. Not really. It is. It is <laughs> odd. They showed his house, which was really like he grew up in that house. So obviously, yeah. it's it's pretty old. And like, man, Listen, you know, our run down. Our good friend Frank is from Massapequa. They're they're yes. a breed over there. There's, they a, really there's a special are. breed yeah. of individuals coming out of that specific town on Long Island on the there's, southern shores. There are certain places where you think there's just something in the water, like it's so odd, like the people who come out of there and uh well, like I say, the Baldwins are from there and uh who who's it? Joe Joey Buttafuco? Bought a baby. He's from there. I haven't heard from him in a long time or heard yeah. about him in a long time. I wonder what he's doing. He still has his auto body shop or I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. I remember that I was like what... late nineties. No, early nineties. That was the early nineties. Yeah, that uh, was um the Long Island Lolita. What was her name? Yeah, Amy. That... Amy oh, no, Amy Bishop was someone different. Uh I can't remember. It was Amy, though. It was Amy. Yeah. Well, none of this has much of anything to do with the 500 (laughs) The Working Experience podcast. But frankly, I don't really have anything else to say about it. Well, what about, let's talk about the book. Oh, the book. Yes. I've I've labored intensely over the book. Um, About seven publishers now said no, they don't want to publish it. So, uh, uh, I guess we're gonna read. Oh, I'm gonna read it. Read excerpts yeah. of it. No, no one's gonna publish it. So we're gonna force. We're gonna force it, it on you <laughs> to our listeners. Well, no one reads anyway. Everybody listens to books. I mean, God where's forbid. Where's the cliff note version? Where's yeah, the... that's right. That's true. <laughs> you know, where's where's the? This is another thing we gotta invent. A pill. You just take the pill. And then all the knowledge of that book is <laughs> assimilated in your brain. Like you buy Moby Dick and eat that, and there you I, go. Man, I'm not even I'm not even joking about this. <laughs> well, like, pretty soon they're going to be able to put all that information on chips, load it into your head, and you're you're not going to have to bother reading anything. You'll have ten thousand books downloaded into your brain. Done. Hundred percent. But there's still a massive opportunity for us to create a pill to do that. True. True. Well, not really. I mean, we'll market it as a pill. We're not actually going to create. It'll be an aspirin. But so what? You know, same deal, really. It's all marketing. It's all marketing. With 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 minor side effects. Minor side minor. effects. Yeah. Minor side effects. <laughs> Explosive minor. diarrhea always being one of them. It just... And not may, not may cause, will cause. Will cause. Will cause. Will cause. <laughs> and you know, too, is the, the added benefit of the explosive diarrhea is it's a weight loss pill. It's too. a weight loss pill, too. Weight, yeah. So you're yeah. killing two birds yeah. with one stone. Well, honestly. And I think a lot of. Is it, what's, the, um, what's the diet pill right now that's all the rage in Ozempic. Hollywood? Ozempic. Ozempic. Yeah, and what I love about Ozempic is, um, I read a paper on it that, <clears throat> you know, typically when you lose weight, right, you want to lose fat, right? Yes. You don't yeah. want to lose muscle, right? Right. With Ozempic, it's just the opposite. Oh, sure. you <laughs> you lose you lose <laughs> muscle, and like typically when someone goes on a diet, they'll it's like a 
it's like a three to five or four to five ratio, right? In terms of fat to actual like lean body mass. With Ozempic, it's the reverse. So you're losing two to three X lean body mass and keeping more fat. So you're you're a a skinny um gumby like person. Like flabby person. But you drop but you drop the weight. And people are lining up for this stuff. Lining up. And it's not cheap. That stuff is not cheap. And uh I mean I understand if someone is is you know morbidly obese and their health is really in danger and they gotta they gotta do something. But this is not well, this this really feeds into the book on a serious note, because a lot of the book is about like the process by how we've done this. We've had to grow it. Uh, we tried growth hackers and things like that. They didn't work, um, which is probably surprisingly. Yeah, well, and, but, you know, it is about the journey. Like it is about going to the gym, running. I just read this thing about a guy. He was 300. No, I'm sorry. He was over 400 pounds. And his father died of a massive heart attack. And he finally, he was in like his maybe late 20s. <clears throat> the The father was older, but still young to die of a massive heart attack, probably in his 50s. And this guy was finally like, Jesus Christ, I got to, you know, lose the weight. This is, you know, awful. So it took him about a year and a half and he dropped like 200 pounds. And he said, and he did it with diet and exercise. He just said, I had to cut down right, and I had to exercise, but it takes a while. Now, I'm not talking about people who are, who have medical conditions. That's very different. But I, like Joe, I'm not the biggest fan of Joe Rogan, but he did say it is good for you to do hard things. That is good for you physically, mentally, emotionally. 100% agree with that. Taking a pill to lose 50 pounds is like, no, you go out and do it. Like that is good for you. And you, you, your list, listeners are just dropping right now. I know. Well, you're telling it. people to do stuff. <laughs> we got to go back to the pill that solves pill. everything. Right, right. Don't read the book. Just take the pill and then you'll know what's in the book. Yes, and, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, I, I can't say I practice what I preach. I just sort of you know again we don't do any reese for the podcast or anything like that but yeah i mean those pills and stuff you know i whatever makes you happy i suppose you know well you know well folks what what another scintillating episode here (laughs) as we miranda around this well uh, our our whole society is geared now to doing like now you have chat gpt you don't have to write anything anymore you don't have to do anything anymore you just nothing you can just sit there and do absolutely nothing and then you look at the rates of opioid addiction and depression and anxiety. And I'm not saying one that they're they're concretely linked in that way, but I gotta think there's there are trends, you know, maybe parallel trends. I don't know. My my nuts? My crazy? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Most but, likely. But maybe so crazy that I'm making so much sense. So you got to twist it around like that too. Painting with a broad brush, John. Painting, Painting with a broad brush. Well, Matt, 
what are our listeners in store for for the next 500 episodes? Well, we're going to be on TikTok. We're going to be blowing up TikTok. I have a a series called Success Engineering. Engineering Success or Success Engineering, I don't know. I I can never remember which way it goes. But um we're going to have a series of very helpful 30-second videos that I am guaranteeing will change your life. I am guaranteeing, let me say that again. I'm guaranteeing, just going to have to talk to the lawyer about that word, but I'm guaranteeing it will change your life. You will land the job interview. You will become a billionaire if you watch those series. Yeah, I'm I'm also going to throw in, just to sweeten the pot, you're also going to become skinny mm-hmm. in shape, Six pack uh, muscle-bound, yeah, yeah. six-pack back, and, and the um, you're going to garnish the attention of hundreds of millions of people. They're going to admire you, and that's and that's and I'm going to say that's a seal of approval. That's a guarantee from the working experience. There's going to be a little bit of fine print legalese that we're going to yeah. have to amend to this, Asterisk right? But that's all, everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows all who, you who. who who reads the fine print? Nobody. When Come you on. agree, nobody does. <laughs> read the nobody print. reads the fine print. I don't even read the contracts. I just sign. I don't have time to read these <laughs> contracts. What am I, a lawyer? I don't know. Just sign the contract. Just whatever, you know? And you don't have to do anything except look at your phone. All you have to do, and I'm going to try to get rid of this step too. All you have to do right now is press the TikTok app. And I'm going to try to work around that because that's a lot of effort these days. But all you have to do, and you just stare at your phone, you're going to become a billionaire. You're going to become beloved by hundreds of millions of people. Uh, you're going to be in the best shape of your life. You're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. All you have to do is look at your phone. That's it. Done. Guaranteed. You heard Guaranteed. it here, folks. Uh, again, disclaimers, many disclaimers, many, uh, <laughs> many. I love loopholes. I love <laughs> loopholes. Lo- you know? lo- I live. I live in the loopholes. Yeah, I live in gray areas. You know, and then I love. I love the idea of setting up companies, running scams, dissolving the company, <laughs> setting up a new company. I love. Whenever I hear about people like this, I'm like. You must have so much more energy than I do. I, I can't, you know, I mean, the idea of downloading an app, I, my my brother gave me uh, and my sister-in-law, you know, those pictures where like you, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's called Aura, I think. And like the picture changes, like you upload pictures from your phone to it. Do you have one of these? You ever heard of no, it? No, no, I don't. Uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And the picture keeps changing. Like there's a, it, like you load pictures onto it digitally, and it sits there like a picture frame, but the picture changes. Uh, easy to set up. One, two, three. I failed. I I couldn't do it. I got to step one and two, and then it said something about Bluetooth on my phone. And throw I it, throw it, just throw it out. Throw yeah, it out. I don't know what it's, that. It's means. not even worth. It's not even <laughs> worth trying to figure so, it out. Just throw it out. <laughs> yeah, I can't. It's it's, bro- it. it's broken. <laughs> And you just throw it out. Brand yeah. new, just throw it out. So the idea of these people setting up companies that I, I have no idea what I would be in federal prison in about a year if I tried to do. <laughs> it reminds me of that. Remember back 
back in the day in like Times Square where they would have they would put the ball under the three things and yeah, they would yeah, move yeah. it around. Yeah. That's yeah. that what you're describing reminds me of that. The old shell game. <laughs> the old shell game. The old shell game. Three cards. And the ball the ball was never in any of the shells. No. no just never in it. No. It was and, it was tucked up somewhere or somewhere yeah. and then it was revealed. And then he'd it, they'd have plants in the audience who would win, you know, yes, sometimes. They would yeah. have plants who would they would who would win. So it was literally so your probability of winning was zero. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. But I miss those days. Those guys aren't around. I do. Anymore. I do. I miss those days. Well, that's what you went to New York for, to eat like one of those disgusting hot dogs out of that dirty water in the carts and lose 20 bucks at Three Card Monty. I mean, that was a New York experience. I remember uh, I went into New York when I was like 19 with my buddy to get a fake ID. And we we were, we were in Times Square. Like we went up, we just went up to some random dude and he's like, come here. Uh, you know, I need 20 bucks, blah, blah, blah. We'll go, we'll go to my office. So all of a sudden like cops like pull up and I just like, like beeline away from the cops. And the cops went over to my friend. I was like, that, is that your friend? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, he's getting ripped off, but he just walked past us. We were going to try to help him, but now he's screwed. So we go into this guy's office, which is the second floor of a Burger King. And once I <laughs> once I entered the Burger King, I knew I was getting scammed. Yeah. And then I quickly um, walked away. But this is the beauty of it. The beauty yeah. of of you know getting scammed. No, those were up until 95, 96, Times Square was still very sketchy. Very 100%. sketchy. And then 100%. it turned into Disneyland and it's really not very interesting anymore. Uh, all right, we're creeping up on about 30 minutes here. Gee, I hope this 500th episode has just grabbed you guys. We didn't even do a master class, so no one really learned much of anything. Except that... Um, zero. There's zero takeaways from the 500th episode. Yeah, except keep an eye out for us on TikTok and a um, lot of stuff. And the, book. and the book. And the book. And the, but the book is packed with knowledge and wisdom we've gained on this five-year journey, mostly of things not to do. Um, but you can certainly take away from that. So thanks a lot to everybody who's hung in there with us for 500 episodes. We're going to keep going. Uh, we're going to see if we can expand our brand, videos, documentaries, movies. Oh, we got big plans. Big, big plans. plans. <laughs> and, and as always, everyone, stay glued to those iPhones. Yeah. Uh, take the Keep on popping those pills. Yep. And yep. Uh, Godspeed, everybody. Godspeed. Godspeed. Paint with a broad brush, everyone. Paint, Paint with, with a broad a brush. Broad brush. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media. If you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.